Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. You heard that one right. I'm your host, BC. We got Beck Hayes. We got John Taylor. We got Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. Tuesday night here in Ruston, Louisiana. Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Of course, you can get us on our Facebook page, Sports Talk 977. We'd love to hear from you on the Fairway Carts hotline. Number is 888-993-7762. Beck Haynes, what's happening? Glad to be here, BC. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Football is over, so you know that. It's pretty depressing. You know know what happens to me when football's over? Surprised you're here. I go from average to below average fan. Surprised you're here. Just here to collect the check and keep you in check. And, uh, you know, I entertain Tabes, let's be real. Bring bring him a drink every night. Keep him laughing over there. Somebody's got to do it. There's not a more surprised look in this studio <laughs> when you come rolling in at 550. Hey, I've been pretty consistent this year. No, you have. I'll give it to you. Only one work trip. Um, so we'll, we'll give it to you. One work trip ain't too bad. Was it even work or was it Corona? No, you've had Corona too. That I, oh, I gave you a pass. You gave me a week off for that. Yeah, wasn't going to pull a Nick Saban's daughter and call you out on that. Did you see that no, today? No, what happened? So, in case you hadn't seen it, so apparently there were some reports that surfaced earlier today that Ohio State had some COVID issues, might not be able to play, or they might delay the national championship game a week uh, back to January 18th, and Saban's daughter tweets out like, oh yeah, I'm sure you really got COVID issues, your quarterback's hurt, just put the backup in. Oh, she did not. She deleted that quite quickly, but... The I mean, national pundits are coming wrong. after. She ain't wrong. He is hurt. He is hurt. I mean, what do you – What is it? Ben, she's not wrong. Can she not have that opinion? Well, that's my thing. It's like, what? what if the, Why are you coming after her? She's speaking truth. And if the girl wants to talk smack, let her talk to him smack. That's, what, that's the beauty of being a fan. She ain't coaching the team. Her dad is. Leave her alone. She said something that's true. Everybody's thinking it. Can, can you imagine what Nick's voicemail was to her? following uh the news that he heard <laughs> i mean he's probably like well i'm glad somebody said it you know <laughs> you think so all five foot six of them uh is he that small he, nick's pretty small nick's pretty small well got a lot of rings does have a few rings yeah, has a few few more rings than me back i got a question for you. did you catch obviously we're gonna get into the Dunkin' dogs lady texters oh we're gonna get into it we're gonna talk some football we're gonna talk with jeff burris latech db's coach at seven o'clock we're gonna break it all down we're gonna talk college football playoff but back i guess the big news comes out yesterday and i there, there's been a lot of attention surrounding college basketball and if they don't play march madness how will the ncaa survive well, here we go. 
We got March Madness. We got a lockdown. All teams will be playing in Indianapolis. All 68. Now get this. They'll play at multiple venues in Indianapolis. Right. There'll be some games in Bloomington and West Lafayette. Bloomington, home of the Hoosiers. West Lafayette, home of the Bullermakers. That's Purdue. Okay. But listen to this. I found this interesting. The bulk of the teams will stay in hotels connected to the Indiana Convention Center. I just want some of those guys to come across each other one night well, prior just, to a matchup. Well, give me a good brawl. No, I'm just. I mean, you're going to move them all to the same place, but then put them all together. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I mean, they're going to they're be seeing right. each other. <laughs> yes. It's like you're trying to isolate them, but you're putting them all in the same spot. They're what gonna, are you going to do? They're going to abide by social What are they going to do? They quarantine for two weeks before that? No. It ain't going to work, Ben. A limited. One hotel wing is going to have a COVID outbreak, and the whole thing will be Imagine shut down. Imagine this. A limited number of family members will be able to come to the games. Like, I don't know. I mean, the NBA did, as much as I hate to say it, they did it right. The NBA? Yeah. With their bubble? Yeah. No, they, they, they crushed it with that. Crushed it. Now the NBA, but here's what gets me with the NBA. It's like now they're running normal and, like, they're perfectly fine. Like, yeah, every it's night. Not bad. It's every not night bad. there's 15 games. It's like, all right. And, and I think some of the bubble stuff was, like, cool at first. And then MLB pulled off their season. It's like, all right, let's roll. And then... NFL did pretty well, too. I mean, they, oh, there's yeah. a couple of hiccups. No, yeah, there were, but they didn't have any games canceled, and then now the NBA's rolling along. College football, listen, it was uneven. It was always going to be uneven on a team of 90 players that are on a college campus. Right. That's why I think basketball's a little easier. You only have 15 players. Yeah, you only got 15 of them. Now, you can get canceled easier, but you still have fewer guys to quote-unquote protect. But at the same time, it's like, golly, college basketball, like, a little late to the well, bubble well, party. It'll be interesting to see what the NFL playoffs coming up. We've got wild card weekend coming up, and you know this like you know, Aaron Rodgers super inter- wild card weekend, super wild card. Yeah. So they interviewed Aaron Rodgers after his win the other night, and he said, "What do you tell the guys for the next two weeks? You know, you got they got to buy or something, whatever they got." And he said, "Don't get COVID." But that's like a very real thing. It's like, hey guys, like, yeah. like for real, stay home. Yeah, like, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, and then yeah, so. It, I mean, there's a lot. This is like the most that's on been on the line. I mean, you got the World Series. But. And, and how about this? The NCAA and, and all its glory, and I think that we could be a program that slams the NCAA. We could slam Conference USA. We could slam them all because, quite frankly, we don't like anyone in power outside of ourselves, if right, we're being honest. Right. And the NCAA comes out, and they're like, this is not a bubble. This is a controlled environment. Right. Yeah, right. give me a freaking break. Says they lost $375 million That's it. last year. Ben, I remember being in a, like, a meeting. There was a meeting, but there were some TVs in the background. And just watching teams like walk off the court when they were canceled in so March. So weird. I mean... I just was like, nah. Wasn't, they, the, too wasn't much. the lady texters warming yeah, up? It yeah, was like nine minutes yeah. before their game. Listen, th- I was the guy that was saying the the March Madness brings in too much money. They're not canceling it. Yeah. And then they canceled it right yeah. in front of me. Unbelievable. It's pretty they're gonna, crazy. They're, gonna, they're pushing through. They're I, and I also think, too, talking about college basketball, we're going to talk about tech here in just a second. Oh, we're but, talking about them. But how interesting is, like, we got Eric Cockle at Louisiana Tech, and it's always, you know, we're thankful to play. You know, it's not quote unquote normal, but listen, every time we get the opportunity to get on the floor and compete, we're thankful. We're looking to win basketball games. And then 
you got other coaches like Kelvin Sampson at Houston. He's got a top ten program in the country, and he's like, this is a logistical nightmare. And it's like, dude, like, what? Like, yeah. your top ten team in the pro- Rick Pitino, he's like, let's just cancel the season. Like, Rick, like, you're 80. You might not make it back next year. <laughs> it is interesting just like, across the like, board, the different coaches' opinions. It's like John Calipari, he's one in seven. He's like, let's play. Like, come on. Like, I I, I just, I'll, I'll never understand how, like, some coaches are like, yeah, let's, let's compete our tails off. Other coaches are like, guys, this is too much. Like, I'm ready to go to the house, hang out with my wife, eat some red beans and rice. Like, it gets on my nerves. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised because, I mean, across your circle of people you work with, there's a bunch of different opinions, you know? Yeah. It no, happens. I know. I know. Some of those coaches are so old, they've done it so many times, they're probably just like, you know what, I don't need to do it again. Nah, I, I guess Kelvin Sampson's like. We're going to have 27-year-olds eligible to play college basketball. Kelvin Sampson's probably like, it's a whole lot, heck of a lot more difficult for me to get in trouble off the floor no doubt. during a pandemic, so like I might as well not do anything at all Like yeah. if i got to behave. So I, I don't know. But, but let's get into this. Dunkin' Dogs, man, that was a, was a fun open to the show. I'm not going to sit here and lie to your chocolate milk drinking self as we get rolling. Of course, you can get us on the fairway carts. Hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Beck, I don't know if you caught the games over the I weekend. I didn't. Dunkin' Dogs were at home hosting Marshall. Lady Texas on the road. Give the Lady Texas some credit. Big comeback win Friday night. Ultimately end up splitting. Hey, anytime you split on the road, let's be happy with you. You're 500. Dunkin' Dogs, I got a bone to pick. I wasn't at the game Friday night. Beck, let me ask you something real quick. Friday. Was that January 1st? It was. Why in the hell was I at a New Year's Eve party on the 1st going into the 2nd? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That's why BC wasn't at the game. But, did watch it. Tech found a way to win. 75-68. Got to give Coach Cockle his team a lot of credit. I believe it's their first game in around 8-9 days. Uh, Marshall preseason number two team in conference USA come to town. Dan D'Antoni play an up-tempo style of basketball. We talked with Coach Duffy Conroy last week about it. And listen, they did Tech did a nice job at slowing them down. It was the second time all season that Marshall had scored less than 80 points. Tech won 75-68. And that was a game they got one point from their leading scorer, Caleb Ledoux. But I digress. Turn the pace to Saturday. So you a unique year. We're not going to sit here and lie to you. Conference USA schedule. You're playing back to back games. Friday night, Saturday night. Friday night, Saturday afternoon. Friday night, eleven a. Okay, I'm kidding. You're not playing eleven a.m. after you play Friday night. But Tech was all over Marshall in this ball game. Decent crowd at the Tech. All things considered. Tech jumps out to a 13-point lead at the half. They jump out to a 17-point lead in the second half. Let me just say Marshall erased that lead. Outscored the Bulldogs 53-33 in the second half. Pretty disappointing loss. I'm not going to lie to you. Here's my thing, Ben. I, I haven't watched just an astronomical amount of basketball games, but I've watched some. Okay. It takes a long time to score 17 points. Didn't take the Thunder and her too long. Not gonna I mean, even if, you, even if the other team doesn't score, I mean, it takes a couple minutes to most of the quarter. Play halves in college hoops. 
most, I mean, a qu- half to half. No, you get it. The half to half. I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It takes a long time. And that's and that's assuming you're not making it every shot in every possession. Yeah. How yeah. do you blow a 17-point lead in a half? That guy get a lot to Man, you. that's, that's, I mean, was, I wasn't there. Was it free throws? It was a lot. They had three lot. players Listen, out there. I mean, Tech, Tech's done that before. We've Tech had three went, to four players out there before. Tech went to a small lineup where they took Lofton and Gordon off the floor. They went with the. They took them off the floor. They went with Crawford and Pimper. They just took them off the floor. Yeah, took them off the floor. Said, you know what? Take the rest of the night off. Yeah, we're up off. 17 points. Oh, now we're only up two points. But you know what? Keep sitting. We don't need you. <laughs> took Pimper. Oh, now we're losing. It's fine. Put You're tired. You played last night. You're tired. I know you're tired. Listen, they put Pemberton and Crawford at the four and the five. It worked. To, it didn't work. To epic proportions on Friday night. So I get why Cockle went to it. But Thunder and Hurd hit a couple threes. Got a couple offensive rebounds. Took the ball to the bucket. Hey, a little two-hand flush one time. Next thing you know, you look up, you're at a, t- a two-point game, a-, a tie game with three minutes to go. Who makes the plays down the stretch? Marshall does. Tavion Kinsey does. Led Marshall with 20 points, 10 rebounds. No, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. And this little guy, this little white guy, number zero, looked like, looked like Sutton out there. <laughs> you can imagine that. I can imagine. 13 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Well, he's playing college basketball for a reason, Ben. Played 38 minutes. Anyway, so Lofton and who else set out for the last nine minutes of the game? Gordon. Gordon. But Lofton and Gordon set out for the last nine minutes of the game. We're going to get into this more coming up at 630. Ben, why do you not put him in when you're losing? Your your lead is going away. We're going to discuss it. All right? Can you justify it? Are you you going to justify it? I don't know if I can. Not going to sit here and lie to you. Not going to sit here and lie to FS you. says basketball is a game of runs. Each team will make at least one big run every game. FS, it's easy to make a run when you leave <laughs> your two best players on the bench. <laughs> well, we got Beck fired up, who openly admitted he didn't watch the games. <laughs> Man, hey, I love it. I like it. Hey, I if like I'm gonna, it. If I'm gonna, I, I love your chocolate milk drink itself. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have a critique against Congle, I want to see a little more aggressive. Okay, no, right. I don't. How do you, I mean, unless they're hurt, how do you send them for nine minutes? Hey, we're going to discuss it. Relax. Take a chill pill. Coming up in the next segment, we got 2021 offensive line signee Carson Bruno. Beck, where did Carson Bruno go to high school? Bird. CE, baby. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Carson Bruno will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk, 99.3 FM. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. 
The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. We roll along. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor joining us on the Fairway Cards hotline. 2021 Louisiana Tech offensive line signee from Bird High School offensive guard Carson Bruno. Carson, how we doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Oh, we're pretty good. Thanks for taking some time out to join us. So I guess just to start things out, uh, obviously your senior season of football has come to an end. I know you and the Yellow Jackets made a run to the state championship. But my first question is, overall, I was a Bird Eye graduate all the way back in 2009. I know some of the heat that Mike Suggs can bring. What is it like playing for Coach Suggs? Man, you know, it's really great. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. It's just a matter of whether your teammates and your, and your, and your players will buy into what he's doing. Because when, you know, when you listen to what he's doing, you make it all the way like we did. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of whether you buy in and you do what he's saying. Because he knows what he's talking about. He's the greatest coach around for sure. And I know I listened to a number of interviews with you that you did with some of the local Shreveport media uh, talking about a, a little bit of y'all's senior year, this 2020 season being a little bit of a re- revenge tour. Can you tell our listeners where some of that came from and, and where the motivation for the quote-unquote revenge tour came from? Yeah, well, uh, our my junior year, uh, we went 4-7, and seven and we lost to, like, everybody almost. And it was really embarrassing. So this year, the big motivation was revenge tour. And we're beating everybody around here that we lost to. And we're beating everybody that from down south that we lost to also. So that was just the motivation. You know, we, it really didn't even start up till after we beat the first couple of teams. And we were like, all right, we're going on a little revenge tour here. And so then it just took off. And I'm literally wearing a shirt right now that says hashtag revenge tour 2020 on it. So it's a real deal. 
Absolutely. And so you talk about that revenge tour, and I know uh, probably a, a big moment for you, really probably one of the highlights of your career at Bird in the semifinal against John Curtis. That interception that you had to seal the game, uh, what did it feel like? And, and I know it just had to be so many different ranges of emotions knowing that you guys were going to the state championship. Yeah, it was, it was it was awesome. You know, when I came down with that ball, I didn't care what happened, whether I scored or didn't. You know, I wanted to, but it's fine that I didn't. But when I was running off that field, you know, with the ball in my hands, and I see everybody going crazy, you know, it was, it was the best feeling in the world. And then after I heard uh, Charlie Clavell, our radio announcer's call on that on that play, and it was the best. It was the best thing in the world. I got chills going down my spine. He he made a great call on that play, and it was. It was awesome. It's definitely I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And so you get the opportunity to play in a state championship. I know it's every kid's dream in Louisiana to get the opportunity to play on the carpet down in the Superdome in New Orleans. Unfortunately, you guys didn't get that opportunity. Uh, you end up playing in Natchitoches at Northwestern State, taking on Catholic. And I don't want to open up any old wounds. I know that you guys ended up getting defeat getting defeated by Catholic, but what was it like getting the opportunity to play on that big stage in the Division One state championship uh, against such a quality program like Catholic is? Well, you know, I mean, we wanted to play the best team, and, and we definitely did. Catholic was a really great team to play. They had a lot of athletes. They were coached very well. But, uh, yeah, the state championship game, I mean, super dumb. We wanted to play there. It didn't happen, but we looked at it as an advantage because it was so close to home. So we got to bring a bunch of fans out. But, yeah, running out on that field, seeing all those people, it was the best atmosphere ever. I wouldn't want to play anywhere else, honestly. It was amazing. Carson, this is Beck here. I, I went to Calvary, and I'm, I'm unashamedly, like, incredibly embarrassed by it. And I, I really have, don't I really have great memories. I see that you guys beat them the first game of the season, 35-27. Um, I know what my favorite win of y'all's was uh, this year, but can you tell me your favorite win uh, throughout the year? Uh, I'm just, but props for beating Calvary. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, my favorite wins throughout my whole career, or our whole career at Bird, were definitely the big ones. So, I mean, this year that would be uh, – East Ascension was a was a great one, you know. That was the first like really big team, down south team we played, and uh, that was a big one. And then St. Aug, Curtis, you know, both of those two big wins. But I would have to say Curtis just because I had like a record setting game for myself personally. So that was definitely my favorite. And you know, I want to ask you this question. And obviously, like I said, I went to Bird, but I, I didn't play football when I was at Bird. So. When you go to different schools, not only around the Shreveport-Bossier area, but really, you know, whether it's down to South Louisiana or over to where we're at, Ruston, West Monroe, Neville, uh, some schools like that, how big of a deal is it to you guys as players to know that regardless of where you play, you're going to have, you know, even if you're down in New Orleans, I remember when I was in school, we'd take 2,000 people down to New Orleans for games. How big of an advantage is that, just knowing that you got that support uh, regardless of where you go all over the state? Oh, it's, it's, it's really big. You know, it's, it's, it's a blessing, too, because having, having that many people is just – it's great to know. You know, you know you always got support whatever, in whatever you do. So, I mean, it's, it's really great. And I quoted uh, this during the summer. I said in an interview, I said, if the hive's rolling, we roll. And, and the hive is our student section, you know what I mean? So – uh, the highs going, we rolling, and that's what I kept with all year. Because anytime we were doing good, 
the hive was doing the hive was loud, and anytime the hive's loud, it's because we're doing good. So it just I love I love the fans, I love everybody, and all the support really helps helps us and keeps us going. So so let, let's let, let's go back to your recruitment. Obviously, uh, committed to Louisiana Tech prior to your senior season, really back in the spring, and I know I had an opportunity to talk to you uh, after you did commit, but. Uh, when you were looking at your different options for, for playing college football, um, what attracted you to Louisiana Tech, and ultimately what made you choose to become a Bulldog? Well, I mean, the, the first thing is Tech was the first school to offer me. Like, no no one else was, like, really talking to me or doing anything, and then they offered me, and all of a sudden all these other schools wanted to offer and jump on the bandwagon. So that's how I look at that standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then even after that, Tech – was the has the best recruiting ever i swear like they they do a great job recruiting they they literally text me every week from the day they offered me they texted me every week and it's just been you know it was undeniable who who loved me the most and who wanted me the most and who had the plan for me in the future and so that's just how i looked at it and that's how i made that my decision and i think it's a great one and i can't wait to be there Carson, that makes a lot of sense to me. Ben texts me every week about radio. He's just trying to recruit me over here and just makes me feel really loved. I, I totally understand that. And I, I know as a, uh, just to speak for uh, Rustin and Louisiana Tech University football, uh, we are excited to have you. And, um, you know, it, it was been fun kind of keeping up with you through the playoffs. And, um, you know, this Rustin's a really special place. And I don't know how much time you spend here, but we're looking looking forward to having you in town. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, and you know, I want to ask you this, too. And obviously, you you know, you only get the opportunity to go through the recruiting process one time. And you talk about Louisiana Tech texting you, and I'm sure y'all did Zoom calls and phone calls and all that different things. But for you, did you feel like you kind of missed out on on it a little bit by not being able to take the quote unquote official visits or you know come for? I know you probably could come for a home football game and get a ticket and come. But did you kind of feel like you missed out a little bit in some of those areas? Uh, that most kids get an opportunity to, to participate in? I mean, yeah, definitely. I definitely do feel like I missed out, but, like, what can you do? You know what I mean? There was nothing yeah. I could do. I just had to make do of the situation, and that's what it was. But, yeah, I do feel like I missed out. Like, the official visit, that would have been really cool to actually go there and do that. But they they did a great job of what, what they came out with in, with that situation. You know, they we did the online Zoom, and they they actually did a really good job with that. But, it would have been cool to be there in person for sure. And you look at you playing at the next level. Obviously, I know you played a lot on the defensive line at Bird. Expected to play on the offensive line here in Ruston for Louisiana Tech. Um, talk a little bit about that transition. I know defensive guys, they like to play on the defensive side. Is that something that mattered to you a lot in your recruitment, or you were just really looking for an opportunity uh, to play regardless of where a college coach might be recruiting you at? Um, you know, I was I was looking for an opportunity no matter where it came, but I knew growing up, like, just my like my ability and everything that I would eventually, if I was going to play at college, it would be on the offensive line, not defense. But I knew that growing up because my dad was an offensive lineman in college, and so were both of my grand uh, grandparents. So I knew that. Like, but yeah, I love defense. I'm definitely going to miss it. But uh, I knew offensive line was, was my home at heart, so I'm ready to take it on and learn all about it. Absolutely. Last question, we'll let you get out of here. Uh, when you do get to Russell, what are your plans as far as uh, a major goes, and uh, what are you looking forward to the most when you get over here? 
Um, I'm not really sure about the major part yet. Yeah, I so, hear you. Uh, I was right there. <laughs> I got yeah, been through so college, Carson. So just that. find you a good, just find you a good friend, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but yeah, I just can't. I just can't wait to get over there. I'm ready to put in the work and prove myself to everybody over there and make a name for myself. Absolutely, my man. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, and uh, looking forward to getting with you in the future. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for having me, Carson Bruno, 2021. Offensive line signee for the Bulldogs. Beck, that kind of got you jacked up. Oh, I'm excited. Hey, you All like right, that? I gotta talk to these kids. If, we're gonna, if I'm gonna get into recruiting, I gotta talk to these kids. I can't just watch. Hey, them. listen, right. we we got five more weeks of the show after tonight. Let, give give me one every week. Man. Okay, every okay. week. All right, I got you. I got you. I can handle that. Hey, he was tremendous. I, I like it. And listen. I know you're not a Calvary guy, which, oh, hey, listen, oh. if, if he lives in Shreveport, he ain't a Calvary guy no, either. No, he's not, and that's what I like about him. You know, they, they took care of business first game of the season, put Calvary in their place. I, I did see that I think Calvary may have won the championship. Yeah, they right? might have. Yeah, well, that's a fluke. So <laughs> get ready for next year. They'll probably miss playoffs. Oh, without a doubt. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. See if I can ruffle Beck's feathers a little bit more on the Dunkin' Dogs. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 99.3 FM. Be right back after this. Graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At graduate sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline. 888-993-7762. During the break. Are you there? I just, no, BC's here. <laughs> okay. BC's here. Beck Gates here. John Tabor. Sports Talk 99.3 FM. I was just checking. Yeah, sure. listen. We got the tube turned in. We're, we're, we're tuned in. We got the Heisman Trophy 
presented virtually. No worries about it. We got Trevor Lawrence. We got Kyle Trask. We got Devontae Smith. We got Mac Jones. Beck, who you got to bet in on tonight? Oh, Probably Devontae Smith. No, nobody. It's 2020. You can't bet on the. It's 2021. Yes, it, it is. It's 2021. Thank goodness. Maybe I'll start betting again. Uh, here's the deal. I get it. It's an honor to be a, a Heisman finalist, you know? I get yeah, it. I hear you. I get it. But I can't remember the last time it was like you just didn't know who's going to win, you know? Is this one of those years? Yeah. Devontae Smith has got it in the back. You think? Oh, unbelievable. I got, amongst three quarterbacks. That's what's crazy. Two that really don't need to be there. Who? Sorry, Kyle Trask. Oh, you don't I know like you him. played well yeah. in the beginning of the season. You had a couple of five hey, tutty games. I, I'm not gonna lie, it was awesome the other night when uh, who were they playing? Uh, yeah, you know who they're playing. Yeah, they're yeah. playing Oklahoma, yeah. and he throws three first quarter interceptions. Uh, yeah, and Beck's like, Trask sucks. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, dude, his top four receivers are out, and you're like, yeah, yeah I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. You, uh, y'all said Baker sucked. Well, you didn't. Sutton said Baker sucked when his receivers were out, so I figured it was free game. Listen, Trevor Lawrence, you know I love him, okay? I watched him. You do love uh, Trevor. Well, I watched him in that QB 11, uh, yeah, Trent Elite, 11. Elite 11 thing. I, watched, I love Dilfer. Yeah, I grew up with Trevor, all right? <laughs> I saw him. You've been, I mean, you've been through the battle. He is, a, he is a phenomenal. Well, I actually did ask you the other day. Have we have we talked about, like, maybe Trevor's not good? I mean, <laughs> yeah, is he maybe not? I mean, I don't know. Justin Fields certainly looked pretty good the other night. Anyways. Which Justin was on that Elite 11, too. Pretty interesting. As much as I want Trevor to, to win, you know, the, the, the argument they keep making is if this was a lifetime achievement award, a career award, then he might win it. But, you know. That's what I wonder. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't I w- think that's how they're voting. I wonder if Joe Schmo in the middle of Orange Beach, California is like, oh, well, I've heard of Trevor Lawrence. He's a good player. Let's just give it to him. Yeah. And I, I wonder if. I know. I mean, I think Smith wins, but I just wonder if that could make the vote tighter, or maybe that allows Mac Jones to split it. You know, some people have the bias view. I mean, oh, yeah. Anything could happen. Yeah. I just think Trevor Lawrence is good. He doesn't have to do do that much, you know. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. Devontae Smith is just undeniable. I mean, he is, like, undeniably the best out there. Now, here's the deal. You know, you got Mac Jones. His quarterback is also a finalist, and it's like, oh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Is Devontae Smith good because of Mac, or is Mac good because of Devontae Smith? Che- oh, Mac and Cheese Jones. I, I know. You're right. It could split, Ben. It could split. You're not You're not, uh, You're not. not wrong. We got a text on the text line from Brett. If If Kyle Trask sucks with no receivers, what does that make Aaron Allen? Whoa. Whoa, Brett. Brett went there. Whoa. Brett went there. Oh. Uh, Brett, that was deep. That was deep. Uh. All right, Beck. We gotta we gotta get to this. All right, they both suck. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Louisiana Tech falls eighty to seventy three to split the weekend over. Oh yeah, you got some. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna rationalize why Lofton sits the last nine minutes of the game. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm not. But this will be good. Forget it. All right, so here we go. You tell me. You tell me when you would call the timeout. All right, head coach Beck Haynes here. Drinking his chocolate milk. It's, I've been done with it for two segments. Caleb Ledoux makes a layup with 18-01 to remaining in the bo- in the ball game. Louisiana Tech 46, Marshall 29. Here we go. Buckle up, Beck Haynes. Right. the jumper, 41-36. Archibald answers with a jumper of his own. Miladovich again answers with a jumper. Tech's lead is 15. That dead gun, Miladovich again. It's another layup. Is that Sutton or somebody else? 
Gorn Mulatto. No, that's not Mulatto. Okay. No. All right. They're down to a 13-point lead. 15-35 remaining in the game. With 14.50 to go, Andrew Taylor slash Sutton nails a three. Oh. 48-38. Dagger. Mladovic again, 48-40. Crawford to the free throw line with 13.49 to go. Knocks, the sophomore knocks down two. Jansen Williams answers with a dunk. Michael Byers comes back the next trip down. Jumper, 50-44. It's getting tight. Right, 50-44? Yeah. Isaiah Crawford answers with a jumper of his own, 52-44. Kinsey answers with a couple of free throws. TV timeout prior to those two free throws. Crawford goes back to the line, hits one free throw of his own. Tech up seven. Byers answers with the three. Lead is down to four. Timeout. All right, you're taking a timeout. Yes. All right. Tech did not take a timeout. I, I know. Put Lofton back in. Yeah, he's not in the game. How much time is left? We got uh, 10-12 remaining in the game. Tech leads by four. Mm. All right, here oh, we go. Oh, 10, 10 minutes left in the game. Crawford fouled on a three ball. Knocks down all three. Crawford next trip down. He slams one home with one-handed off the right side of the lane. Tech leads by nine. Byers answers immediately with the three ball. Kobe Williams to the rack. Tech up by eight. Byers answers with another three ball. Byers answers with another layup. Kinsey with the two-handed flush down the center of the lane. It's a one-point lead with six minutes to go. Timeout. Again? Yeah. All right. Lofton in. Put Lofton in. 501 remaining. How many in timeouts the... I got left? You got... <laughs> We're going to say you got one left. Okay. <laughs> Kinsey with the made layup with Timeout. 501 to go. <laughs> To give Marshall a 61-60 lead. Kinsey then connects on one free throw, 62. Oh, that was an and one. So that made it 62-60. Kobe answers with a three to put Tech back in front. Sutton answers at the other end with a three of his own to give Marshall a two-point lead. Kobe knocks down two free throws to make it 65-65. West answers with a jumper. Ledoux hits a layup to tie it. Kinsey makes a jumper. Crawford makes one out of two at the line. Jansen Williams with a layup. Kobe answers with a layup, make it 71-70, and then the dagger with 43 seconds. West took a screen at the top of the key. Ledoux and Pemberton weren't on the same page as far as the switching goes defensively. West cans one from three, gives Marshall a 74-70 lead with 43 seconds remaining in the ball game. And you know, Beck, at BleedTechBlue.com, of course, right now, hmm. as a matter of fact, you can join us for just $1. One whole dollar. A whole dollar. You don't like it? Call me. I'll send you a buck. I'll send you four quarters. I'll send you ten dimes. I'll send you 20 nickels. It doesn't matter to me. If you don't like it, let me know. One dollar gets you six months of premium access. But we don't sit here at BleedTechBlue.com and break games down based on the box score, based on 80 to 73. We take a look at how things happened in the manner that they did. Hmm. So first, let me tune you in to Tech's best players plus minus wise when they are on the floor. Do you understand the term plus minus? Yes, I do. Number one best player on the team, 
Andrew Gordon, center. Hmm. Second player, Kobe Williams. Third player. Little screen froze up on BC. Oh, man. Jacoby Pemberton. Fourth, Junior Lofton. So we had two centers in our top four players. That's where I get my issue, Beck. Okay. I'm not here to call Coach Cockle a bad basketball coach. In fact, I think he's one of the most brilliant offensive and defensive minds that you're going to find in the game. I think at times, sometimes things might be overthought to a degree. You ever think coaches do that, Beck? No, I don't know, BC. Really? Maybe. I think coaches outthink themselves a little bit too often. Okay? And a lot of people, myself included, following the game said that I wished that Tech would have went with the big guys because you could allow yourselves to continue dominating in the post on the offensive end. Forget the defense. because, But Marshall was hitting some threes, which I thought... Marshall was hitting some threes, which I thought was the reason that Tech lost the game. But let me tell you this. Tech went small for the final 657 of the game. Okay? Here's how Marshall scored. You ready? I'm ready. A dunk. Uh-huh. Two layups. Two, what happens when you go small, Ben? Two mid-range jumpers. Two threes. Seven trips to the free throw line. Tech only got two stops on the defensive end in the final seven minutes. You know what helped that? Uh, Big Lofton down low. All right. Let me tell you this. On the offensive end, Tech was 2 of 12 from 3 in the final 657. 9 of 20. No, this was in the second half. Tech was 2 of 12 from 3. 9 of 20 from 2. The bottom line is Marshall made some adjustments defensively. Their offense got hot for a a small portion of the second half, Mm -hmm. and it became a a three- or four-minute battle late in the second half. Now, the thing that bugs me the most is if you lead by 17 with 18 minutes to go, I, I have to say this. What... What have we said about Skip Holtz football teams? They lack a what instinct? Killer. Tech was probably a stop and a three. A stop and a three, a stop and a two. For Marshall saying, you know what? Times that Delta flight leave out of Monroe. I'm ready to go home. (laughs) But instead... You don't step on the throat, and you ultimately get your throat stepped on. And I, I'm not necessarily mad about the loss as I am mad about the way the loss happened. Right, that's one. That's one that's that's not that's not great. You know why that one hurts? Because we blew a 17 point lead. Exactly, because there's not going to be too many weekends you can get a sweep in conference play playing on back to back nights. I. I Listen, I might be wrong. There was one sweep in the league in the week in the opening week. One. But Rice beat a terrible UTSA team twice. Huh. UTSA couldn't beat Calvary if that tells you anything. Woo-hoo-hoo. 
My thing, that's ben, what bothers me. Is how do you go into the locker room at? What do you say after that? I don't know. Don't ask me. Hey, so that's all right, guys. Seventeen points. That's a tough one, you know, but we'll get them next week. I'll tell you this. Lofton, hope you're rested because you pretty much set out second half of the game. I'll tell you this. And this isn't to put any pressure on anybody. Tex 8-3, and 1-1 one one in the league. A trip to Western Kentucky, Bowling Green, Kentucky, is looming. It's Friday night, Saturday night. You want to know where Western Kentucky was picked in this league? Number one in the league. Hmm. They have Charles Bassey down low. Legit NBA prospect. 16, 11, and three blocks a night. You better figure out a way to go on the road and win in Western Kentucky's house is all I'm saying. Mm. You're going to get the advantage of not having the environment that you're used to seeing up there. But I remember a couple times last year, Tech got housed up there. Mm. Better figure out a way. Or you find yourself behind the eight ball. And don't get me started on Judy at the conference office. <laughs> going to decide two days before conference play starts that we're going to have divisions. The West Division, the East Division. Well, Judy can see your way out. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Beck made a promise last week. And I promise to let him hear about it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 99.3 FM. DQ fans know everything's better with bacon, and now that includes the fan-favorite $6 meal deal with a bacon cheeseburger plus a refreshing Coke, fries, and a sundae. It's ready to be your next flavor time fill-up. It's all for just 6 bucks, and it's available all day long. So when the hunger hits, you can start mealing, dealing, shaking, and bacon. Only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Viambo Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Viambo Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. Viambo Motors in Arcadia. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs!
Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Back Haynes. We start the second half of the show. 647 local time here in Ruston, Louisiana. Get us on the Fairway Carts hotline or text line, number 888-993-7762. Beck, Notre Dame, Alabama. 31-14 Crimson Tide over the Fighting Irish. Were you surprised by that result? I thought it was a little closer than that. 31-14, a little closer than I expected. Yeah, you know what I say? They'd win by two touchdowns? Yeah, I don't know. Guess what I said. Uh, Not surprised. I think Alabama was probably just, you know, saving a little – Keeping a, keep a little in the, in the bag of old tricks How, for the championship. Did you game. see that hurdle that Najee Harris had? Hey, I'm a that big, dude is I'm a a big Najee Harris fan. I heard Puffy say this morning, or Bama Jim actually, got the best quarterback in the league, debatable. Got the best running back, probably so. Except Ohio State's little guy. I don't remember. Trey Sermon. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, and got the best wide receiver in the game. Uh, Bama's just on a different level. Notre Dame cracks me up because they just whine and complain about not being <laughs> – respected and they get blown out every year in the playoff but it's fine we'll, we'll have them back next year not a big notre dame guy no not because that ex-girlfriend ex liked him that's why that dead gum ex-girlfriend like, man. she's got she, a lot of airtime oh, these last couple oh, weeks man doesn't she live in alaska or she's three you know, i'd rather not say okay that's not fine. shreveport i'll tell you that all right a hey, little off the west coast that's fine yeah got a lot of people from alaska tuning in i want to be careful what i say hey, be careful all right let's get to the second playoff game you, you said, I said the same thing. We made a promise. I don't know if it's a promise. I'll call it a promise because I like to say the word promise. But I thought Clemson was going to roll Ohio State. And let me tell you something. Woo. Dabo Sweeney got rolled down that field about yeah. 42 times. Uh, it, wasn't, was, it wasn't particularly close, Ben. And I've, I've no. missed before. I've whiffed before. And this was a big whiff. Uh I, uh, you know, the the only the only thing you can say is is that Clemson's offensive coordinator was out with the Roni, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, was that, that a big loss? Yeah, I don't think? know. If that's a big deal. I, you tell me. I mean, if if that's the if that's the guy that's calling plays, you know what I thought was interesting that that Dabo and the so what was this game played on Friday? So I think Clemson got down to New Orleans on Wednesday night, okay. Thursday oh, yeah, morning, okay. and Dabo said, you know, usually I believe the OC's named Tony Elliott. Usually he said, I'm on the field and Tony's in the box, and we call the plays. And I've always been under the impression that Dabo is CEO. You know, he doesn't do a whole lot outside of um, interviews with Maria Taylor and all of ESPN's sideline reporters. Oh, you're a big Dabo guy. Don't, get, don't, don't go down on him. No, but I, I'm just saying it was shocking to hear me hear him say, that he has an input in the play call. Like, well, I mean, even if he doesn't, he's gonna—he's not gonna say he doesn't. You don't just go up there and be like, "Man, that guy—he just calls the whole game." I'm just there on the rah rah guy. So he, so Sutton he loves to say he's a rah rah guy. So he says, so he says. That's what I'm saying, though. He says before the game that he has input into it. So you take the OC out. I assume Dabo takes the full reins. And so you ask, does the OC being out matter? I say yes because the head coach Dabo Sweeney says he was taking him over. I'm like. Holy cow, maybe he can't coach. Maybe he is a cheerleader or a rah-rah guy. I don't know. Man, I think every head coach, now there's probably very few head coaches in the country that are going to tell you they don't have input in the play calling. Whether they do or not. 
I'm just I mean, saying they do. If, if you got if you got say it's fifty fifty, okay? Like literally truly fifty fifty. And you take fifty percent out because it's got corona and you put in a new fifty, it's not that good or a little different. It's gonna change the, the play of the game. I'm not making excuses for him. I don't even Trevor Lawrence didn't play particularly bad. They just looked really stale. And then their defense looked like they didn't show up. Yeah, they didn't get off the bus. I kept thinking at halftime they'll make an adjustment. Doughboys running yeah, around that didn't happen. Uh, I don't know what happened. I mean, they got beat deep. I mean, this looked like they were playing. I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna say it. Fine, I'll say it. it looked like they're playing tech. Like how I would expect Ohio Listen, State to play tech. About seven deep balls. Let me ask you this. Did you see that targeting call in the Clemson linebacker? Yeah, you know that was the worst dead gun right, call I've right, ever right, seen. Right, right. Let me tell you though, it's one of those things that that's not targeting. But if you're going to go by the definition of the rule, it's targeting. No, that is ben, a terrible call. I get it. I don't it's care. Not just on the head or neck area, it's the crown of the helmet anywhere on the body. Beck, I don't care what the but rule says. But he spun says. into him. He spun into him, Ben. Exactly. I get it, hundred percent. But. I don't know how you can read the rule and not make that call. I don't like it, Ben. And that guy got thrown out in the national championship game last year. Yeah. Probably Kowski. why they won. I mean, lost. No, you you know your boy Joey B would have been. Oh, my boy Joey B. Uh, ben, I I don't like the call either. I think that's, that's it that, happens so fast. If if but the NCAA doesn't change the targeting you know, rule. You want to know you want to know my honest opinion? Yeah. I think I think it's be like Be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's a little bit of like, hey, this guy's done it before. He knows better. If he if he hadn't got thrown out in the championship game, I don't think he gets targeting on Bank. that call. That might be it. That's fine. That might be it's it. It's like, dude, this guy's got a history of being dirty. <laughs> but, listen, you hit a dude in the square of the back, like, come on, get off the ground. Listen. Yeah, oh, I agree. It should be head or neck only. Like, I, Don't penalize the guy. He's already penalized enough because he could be paralyzed. That's a, <laughs> it's a very dangerous hit. I'll tell you one thing. You know what paralyzed it was freaking Justin Fields because he lit him up. Oh, after what that. did I tell y'all when he went Holy down? Smokes. When he went down with a rib injury, I was like, "Oh, he done for the year." And then he just throws like a hundred deep balls oh. for six hundred yards. Dude, those deep balls. But he so threw. Pretty. He threw one that may still be up there. I don't know if it's come down. Yeah, that one to Olave. Dude, oh, he just he just reared back, touched the ball on the ground on the back, and then came all the way through and. My goodness. And that Clemson DB was tracking it the whole way. He's like, oh, I got it. I, I just don't it. know how you don't make adjustments, Ben. He got, they got beat 100 times. I think it's interesting, too. Did just you literally know? put somebody on the goal line and just say, don't let that happen again. <laughs> Did you hear how Clemson uh, – a lot of people are saying Clemson wasn't as good on defense this year because they're not able to steal signs. There's no oh. way – Clemson has been still in signs for six years. I mean, Clemson's whatever. got some athletes. Okay, let's be real. They got some athletes. I don't know what happened. I don't. I don't have a clue. I have no idea what happened. I'll tell you what happened. They got their tail kicked. Uh, I don't know if Ohio State's been sandbagging. I, this is this is why I thought that game wouldn't happen that way. Is because I watched the last two Ohio State games. I watched They're Justin awful. Fields was terrible. He had five interceptions in two games. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Awful. I was like, Justin Fields ain't got it. That dude. Boy, was I wrong? That dude. At running back for the Buckeyes, Trey Sermon. My gosh. You know, they said he came on late, like didn't start hot this year and came on late. Yeah, Kinda he like, can ball. Yeah, uh, they couldn't stop him. So, you know, but tell me, are you – I mean, we, we've had a – I'm picking we, up yeah, 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 I, I, I hear you. Uh, have we had a – we've had a Ohio – or I'm sorry, we've had a Bama-Clemson National Championship besides last year yeah. a couple times. So, we've already seen that. Are you excited to see Ohio State? Beck, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Don't lie to me. Just be honest. I don't know why – 
But I can't stand watching Ohio Me State. Either. I think it's their uniform. What is? It might be Urban Meyer. I might still hate Urban Meyer. I like Urban Meyer. I don't like their uniforms. They bother me so those, much. Those little helmet stickers? The uh, helmet oh, stickers. Oh, just tee me off. <laughs> the white and the silver looks awful. The red and the silver looks even I think worse. They, I think that because they complained this year and they're part of the Big Ten and they just whined about like playing. You know, like I, I – I don't know, and I kind of I don't know why I, I, I don't like. I think Urban Meyer thinks he's a little too big for his britches, and I'm still holding on to. It. I like Ryan Day, I really do. I don't have anything against him. I did think it was funny. Ryan Day was like post game. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to play better than we played tonight to beat Bama." Like a little shot at Dan. Oh like, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no best. doubt. Oh, also, man, did that comment from Davo not age well? You know, and they asked him in the post game. Oh yeah, stand by. burned him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, stand by. If you, if you don't know, what we're talking about Dabo ranked uh, Ohio State as number eleven in the coaches poll. He, you know, he hedged it by saying it's just because they haven't played it that many games. But you don't say somebody. Did Devonte Swift? Devonte just won the Heisman. I Congrats. told you. You owe me twenty bucks. Uh, oh, they were together. Uh, oh, of course. They oh, played for the same team. Same, same, same school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awkward. They just blew their cover on the whole virtual yeah. thing. Um, oh, he's got the nice velvet suit too. Um, Anyways, I forgot what I was saying, but you know no, about Davo. Oh yeah, yeah. He said they were number eleven. He, like I said, he hedged it by saying they've only played six games. But Ben, I mean, I'm not mad at Davo for saying that because Ohio State looked awful. Me too. And you know what? Too like my thing is how is the Heisman already there? They knew it. <laughs> <laughs> James, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. James is killing me. <laughs> Live radio. That's what like, you get. What a surprise. Like, no <laughs> wonder he's not crying. Yeah, like, he had the trophy sitting, sitting, sitting a foot from the hour. trophy the whole, <laughs> the whole hour. Oh, and he had the podium, too. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. But, uh, so, you talk about Dabo. And my thing that I, the thing that bothers me about all these things is, so they want to say, like, hey, Dabo, do you regret saying this? Or do you regret saying that? And it's like. Dude, like, Dabo Sweeney is like a 57-year-old man who coaches a top three college football program in America. He's not going to sit up here and say, I'm so sorry, Ohio State, for upsetting you. I know that's why you played so much harder. and be Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, coaches don't do that. And so it's just like the thing we talked about with Nick Saban's daughter. It's like everybody's, like, crushing her for it. Like, she said it. She shouldn't have said it. But it's like... Like, let the girl say what she wants to say. How many people say dumb crap on Twitter all the time? Like, like ninety eight percent of them. I know, Ben. Like, I don't. I don't, have, I don't have an issue with it. But my thing is, if you're Dabo, if you're Saban's daughter, if you're gonna say something like that, you just got to be ready to, you know, eat crow. Back if you're, it up. Yeah. Or like, all right. Question for you. All right. Are you more excited to see Ohio State, Alabama versus say uh, Bama? I'm gonna Clemson? say yes, just because, uh, just because we've seen Clemson, Alabama. Tw- is it twice in the last three years? Three. Or, yeah, no, no, no. Like the last five. No, 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 no. LSU won last year. Oh, oh, three to the last five with Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was before – Was Deshaun won before Trevor Lawrence. No. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, he was. No. Kelly Bryant, then Deshaun, right, Tapes? Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, how long do you think Deshaun's been in the league? Like five years. Four years. They went from him, they went one year Kelly Bryant, then they went to Trevor. Huh. Trevor beat Bama in the natty his first year. Deshaun played Bama twice in the natty. Lost once, won once. Wow. Well, history lesson. Yeah, I'm excited. Ohio State hadn't been in the national championship in quite a few years, right? Yeah, like 14, I think. Oh. Beat Bama. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They I thought going to win. Because kind of, I mean, I I wouldn't be mad if Ohio State got whooped. I mean. I wouldn't either. But honestly, the way they played got me a little, like, if, I think if they, they would have, if it would have been like a 
21 to 17 game with Clemson, I'd have been like not that excited, but that offense, let me see it. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see, see it on Monday night. I want to see an 80 Berg. Also, Mac Jones and Devontae, they better, I mean, they're just, they've been distracted trying to get ready for a ship and they're over here at the Heisman ceremony. Better put their mask on. Man. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Jeff Burris, Louisiana Tech defensive backs coach will actually not join us in the next segment okay you can interview me he will call us at 7 15 okay for the final segment of the show we come back i have to move some things around but i can do it yeah we can shift it around that's what we do here at bleed tech blue radio it's live radio bc beck haynes can handle we'll be right back after this uncommon How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. So you're getting a stimulus check and tax refund. Need a way to make them stretch? Call Ideal Portable Buildings for a custom-built storage building in whatever size you need. With Ideal, you get top quality buildings with the best customer service and best prices in North Louisiana. How do we know? Because people tell us all the time. Double the value of that refund with a new building from Ideal Portable Buildings. Find them on Facebook or visit IdealPortableBuildingsLLC.com. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway carts hotline 888-993-7762 bc beck haynes john Taylor. we roll along had a little adjustment to the program jeff burris will join us for seven or eight minutes starting at 715 promptly so we'll get out of here about 712 beck uh oh nice get set for jeff burris to join us at 715 uh, of course, Devontae Smith wins the Heisman Trophy, Alabama wide receiver. Um, a meat Louisiana product. Is he? Yes, sir. No way. Why couldn't Tech get him? High school signee of 2018 Tech quarterback signee, Elijah Walker. Could you say that Devontae Smith got Walker that scholarship? Very possible. Wow. 
Very possible. Why didn't we get Devontae? Yeah, I can tell you why. Of course, you can join us at BleedTechBlue.com. Only $1. Get you six months of premium access. Use the promo code BLEEDBLUE. Oh. Offer expires on Friday. Mm. Once in a lifetime. Thank you. Better tell your pals to join us. Because if they don't, BC's going to have... Hey, guess what I'm going to do on Friday? What? I'll get a little haircut. Oh, you get the haircut. You know my wife told me. What did she tell you? So the other day, we're, you're talking, and you know, like, you know, I, I'm not trying to call my wife out or anything. No, don't do it on air. But you know how women can be. You know, one thing I mean, that... whoa. I don't know what you're talking about. One thing they like something, you know, one minute they like something, right. the next it's the exact same thing, and they don't. Well, that's kind of how it goes with BC's hair these days. It's like, you know, one day it's like, oh, I love the flow. Like, you're coming back. It's it's BC from 2012, you know, you you're wearing girls' headbands just to keep the hair out of your face. You know, you get what I'm saying. You remember yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's like, God, your hair looks awful. Your ends are split ends. What? And I'm like, my ends. I can't see my ends. It's like, well, use nicer shampoo. And it's like, sorry, I'm not paying twenty seven bucks a bottle for the shampoo. So you know what? What? Forget about it. BC's going to the hair salon. I said it. Not going to a barber. Going to the hair salon. Going to get Miss Robin. She's going to hook me up. Shameless plug. And we're going to get it taken care of. I'm going to look like a different man next week. Not short hair. It's going to be flowing. You're still going to keep the flow. Yeah, I'm going to look good. I just had to get that off my chest. Well, let me tell you what happened to me. I uh, I grew out my hunting beard, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a good one. And uh, I asked my wife every day. I'm like, hey, you good with this still? I mean, are you, you like it all right? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's fine. I'm fine with it. And I was like, all right, cool. And so then I get corona. And I come home, and I'm like, oh, what do you do? You know, like, do I just hang out in the back for like 10 days, or do I just wear a mask and be around my family, and we just kind of all quarantine together? Well, my daughter started crying like two seconds in. I was like, all right, so I'm wearing a mask, and we're just going to quarantine as a family. Yeah, I got you. About an hour after wearing my mask, I was like, man, this thing is just floating on top of my beard, driving me nuts. So I told my wife, I said, Rach, I'm clean shaven. First time in seven years. I clean, wow. I clean shaved. Wow, why six months before we got married to just to make sure I didn't want to have be clean shaven shaving on my wedding day, and wow, I so I go in there. You look good, yeah, I, I, yeah. Look so good. I, you know, of course I do the the goatee first, you know, yeah, and then uh, Fu Manchu, yeah, yeah and yeah. then get into a little mustache. Got pictures of all the stage. Then I shave it off and I walk out of the bathroom and I tell my wife, I was like, I remember why I don't clean shave because I look like a thumb, like yeah. just from you know, it's just bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my wife, what'd she say? Yeah, she was like, "Wow, you look like college Beck," and I can't handle it. And then <laughs> my daughter's like, "Dad, your face is weird." And I'm like, "I know." So, but I thought, like, I'm not seeing anybody for ten days, yeah. and I gotta wear a mask most of the time, so yeah, cool, I'll be alright. Yeah. So, did you sleep in a mask? Uh, nope, slept on the couch though. Okay. Uh, anyways, as my beard starts growing back, which actually didn't grow back quite as fast as I thought it was going to. I thought the five o'clock shadow thing—it's more like a two-day shadow. That's fine. Getting a little concerned. It, it comes back, and all my wife can talk about is like, oh, my gosh, I like your beard so much better short. And I'm like, I've been asking you every day if, if it's okay if it's long. You know, I don't want to bother you. And and she's like, yeah, I just forgot how much I like it when it's shorter. So, so now you're having a short beard. Yeah, I got a short beard. So Hey, listen, there is nothing better than BC and Beck venting at the 7 o'clock hour. I mean, I don't think we should ever talk anything tech at 7 o'clock ever again. 7 to 7.15 is about anything and everything. That sounds like a... A dang good And after plan. this year, I need a lot of breaks talking about tech. Just Fair killing enough. me. Fair enough. Killing me. Fair enough. Hey, babe, did you hear the news? What? NFL regular season's over. Yeah. 
Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to pick a bone here. All right. I saw way too many tapes. You can chime in. I saw way too many people in in the fantasy championship in week 17. If you're playing your fantasy championship in week 17, you probably like your steak super well done. Pork chop. Tapes, when is yours? (laughs) Tapes, do not tell me it was last week. No, it's the same week as every other normal. 16. Wait, there were so many players out. How do you have a fantasy championship you week don't. 17? You don't. You don't. There's, I mean, there, but there's like celebrity. Big Cat. Big, Big Cat, Cat was in like 13 of championships on week 17. Nine. I mean, leagues he in. I'd have to play. Had 27 a, leagues, I think. I'd have to play 1,500 leagues to make 13 championships. <laughs> I just, I don't get, I mean, who's making that decision? I can't I mean, the number of players that set out. Could you imagine being in 27 fantasy leagues? I'm going to come with a list next week of the type of people that are in 17, week 17 you, fantasy championship. You come up with a lot of stuff that you're going to come up with. I think last you just week gotta remind me. you were coming with a poem for Grubs. Hey, you next been, week, you've been coming with a pay raise for me for three years. I ain't seen it yet. I ain't week, seen it yet. Next week. I'll tell you what I do come with. is a Mountain Dew from my boy Dave's every week. There ain't nothing wrong with that. True story. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Just bring the heat. Listen, bring the heat. By the way, somebody text in and tell me why you're playing Week 17 Championship. Who's your commish? Fire him. <laughs> well, I'm not going to fire our commish. Yeah, you ain't going to touch him. <laughs> our commish spends a lot of time in the cellar. <laughs> Let me tell you what our commish does. He has an assistant to the commission. What, are commish. you the commish? Yeah, yeah I Beck am. is. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have an assistant to the commission that does everything for me. It's great. James, listen to this. Our assistant to the commission, like... He's every, like an Excel every nerd. Like, <laughs> yes. He'll be like, oh, well, so-and-so scored he's 80. spreadsheet guy. Oh, yeah. and he sends them every week. And he's like, 82 points. That's the third lowest in league history. Yeah, and he'll send, like, <laughs> he'll send like the most random graphs of, of just random information about, you know, the yeah. The, the, he has like the all-time <laughs> lowest scoring weeks and the all-time high scoring weeks and what year it was. How, what how team does was. he fare in the league? Uh, he won last he year. He won last year. He's a, there might be a <laughs> He also reason. does about a 600 mock drafts. He does a ton of mock drafts, which is obviously a key because I know Tabes does them and he does well. BC shows up on draft night and well ends up trading All Travis right. Kelsey. Yeah. So there we Let go. Let me tell you what happened. Ben drafted the number one. ESPN ranked Ben's draft number one, and then by the end of the season, it was numero 10. 10, Tabes. True story. That's last place. Yeah, you think? Oh, speaking of last place. draft McCaffrey. No, no my, we had a keeper. That was my keeper is Barkley. Yeah, went down with the old ACL. Oh, number one, I got him in a keeper as well. Number one pick, uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, uh, he's not good. Number two pick, Travis Kelsey. Yep, traded him for uh, Bob, Bob Tanyan. Wow. <laughs> and OBJ, Beaton, who, who tore his ACL the yeah. next week after I traded for him. Yeah. Whew. And the guy that won, which Same, he remains Bob, to be. Bob Tanyan wasn't the problem in that deal. No. 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 Oh, there was a lot of you got with him. Yeah. yeah. And the best part of that whole trade, Taves, is I think Ben proposed it. He didn't even like. No, he did. I did. He didn't, I didn't did. even like get suckered into it. He literally proposed it. I actually think that I got Justin Jefferson in that deal, too, which turned out to be pretty good. The issue is you can't trade Travis Kelsey because he's so much better than yeah, everybody else. You can't else. ever make that up. You can't make him up. No. There's no t- I mean, Dar- Darren Waller was pretty good. And and Kelsey still outscored him by like 120 oh, points. I know. You don't got to tell me. I know. I got beat by Kelsey plenty of times. He's still the reason I lost my second loser bowl from it's a reason 85 you ran yards. a half marathon. Yeah, it's the reason I ran a half marathon. Whoa. Can't talk. Have you ran a half marathon since? No, I have not. But I got the sticker, and you better believe it. Saves, you know the best part about the sticker story? Uh, after I cramped up on like mile six on the half marathon and mile had to walk six, back, mile two. Uh, 
I was cramped up so bad when I finished the race that I couldn't even walk over to the table to get the 13.1 sticker. So I had to order it on the old eBay. <laughs> I ain't taking that thing off my camper show for nothing. You can't, you can't pry it off of there. It's super glued. Hey, the best part of that story is the fact that you have a camper show. Yeah, oh, James, there ain't no doubt. Always, that's the highlight. Always, James, if you ever see a guy with the camper shell around rushing, guess what? There's only one. I have signed a lifetime contract to camper shells. I'll never not have one. It's like, Beck, how much is the truck? He's like, all right, it's 20000 Beck's like, Taco 25, I need a camper shell. Yeah, right. It's like power steering. Like, once you experience it, you don't go back, okay? There ain't no doubt. James, you can get you a good look at the shell. I'm ready for anything. If it rains, who cares? In the camper shell. It's like, you kill a deer? Okay, we got blood inside the camper shell. True story. Ben needs help getting a refrigerator from Lowe's. Sorry, BC. Got a camper shell. Can't lay a fridge on its side. Call someone else. Good thing we didn't get it because it wouldn't have fit back. (laughs) Let's go ahead. Let's take our final time out of the night when we come back. Jeff Burris will join us. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. have time to keep up with louisiana tech sports the way you'd like to no worries just listen to bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway cards hotline 888-993-7762 final segment of the evening january 5th how many more shows we got bc five more after we're going backwards half for this segment we are we got bc we got beck haynes we got john taylor we got we're just rolling along having a good time all right our show our script, our rules. You don't send it to me, so I never know what we're talking about. But we're here. 
Yeah, th- what'd you send me today, uh, Ben? What in the heck are we talking yeah, about tonight? Football season's over. You know, old bye week back is a little back show low. up at six o'clock, yeah. and we'll take care of it. Yeah, basically what I tell you. Hey, did you see NFL wraps up? Uh, of course, I want to run through some, some former pro dogs how they performed. Yeah, this I was going to ask you: Do we have any future pro dogs? In your opinion? Oh, I got an opinion. Yeah, Milton Williams. That's it. Probably so. Sorry about it, Hindi. I don't know how you you average like 1.2 yards of your senior year and then get drafted, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, well, fair question. But anyway, so some former pro dogs. How did they perform back? First off, did you see that Eagles game the other night? What did you think? Uh, what do you I, think I, of I, bitch I, Jalen Hurts? Oh, I mean, speaking of Calvary, Dougie P comes straight from Calvary. I, what I said, Ben, is – it's a bad look. He kind of co- – like, I like Doug Peterson, but he kind of coaches like I play Madden. Like, I'm not punting ever, you know? Yeah. I don't ever kick field goals. Fourth and 20 might be my best play yardage. You know, like, that's, Fair. My, that's my zone. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you game plan for the guy. Because, I mean, he calls trick plays, wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. And then he and then he tries to say that he was coaching to win the game but puts in a third-string quarterback, not the guy you're paying $100 million, and not the guy that's been winning your games. But keeping you in them. But Nate, suck, suck, suck. But hey, 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 it's 2020 ish, you know, and he, and he's uh he's you know been here four years. He's earned it, doing what he does. Hey, listen, hey, I, you I ain't didn't playing to win if you're I, putting in the listen, third string quarterback. My, my issue is this: regardless of if he said he was going to win, everybody's pissed at the Eagles, upset with the Eagles. But listen, it's no different than what Pittsburgh did. You know what I'm saying? Like Pittsburgh sat Roethlisberger, which essentially allowed the Browns in the playoffs. So if yeah, you would expect be- that from the Steelers, though, you know, because they're just a, a raunchy franchise. No, but <laughs> but I nobody it. cares about them. No, I agree. But Big it, Ben's old. But like it's no different. Like what I'm saying is I like know. the Eagles weren't playing for anything, so who cares? They're just mad. Like how are the I Giants going to sit here just, and have a beef when they're six and ten? Like I think it's just, you don't have a beef, don't suck. Well, it, <laughs> there was one Giants player that did, did say that. He said, "Hey, like I'm that's weird, but hey, we we." we we had how many wins? Six. Yeah. You barely. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs with six wins. Like you're a top ten draft. The pick. deal with the with the Eagles was it was already their back. I mean that's like he's now their starter, but it's I like. Know. I mean, it's not like Jalen. I mean, you would think Jalen could benefit I from Jalen Hurts any of the game time. I love him. I mean, what a story! Oh, I love him. Gets benched by Tua, who, by the way, we may have whiffed on. No. Oh. Man, I'm already off the bandwagon. Oh. We're, we can't go down this rabbit hole. We can't. I, I can't get into Tabes, it. Tabes, give me two words. You like two or no? Jury's out. Jury's out, okay. Still waiting. Fair. Let me tell you something about Tua. And then I'm going to get to the, some of these pro dogs, how they performed in 2020. Devontae Parker, Mike Jasicki. Right. That's a good waiver wire pickup if I've ever Lynn seen Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden. Three pretty good NFL players. Outside of that, some dude named Williams, some dude named Ford, some dude named Jakeem Grant that they gave $40 million to. The Dolphins have no weapons. Two is a rookie. Like Tape said, jury's out. I All think right. he's going to be fine. Fitzmagic comes in there and gets it done. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Doesn't sound like Coach Burris is joining us tonight. That's, That's all right. right. We'll get him next week. Fleet Tech Blue Radio. We roll with the punches. That's how we do it. All right. Former pro dogs in the NFL. We're starting with our boy, Boston Scott. Tried to get him on tonight. He was a little busy. 80 carries, 374 yards, one touchdown, 25 catches, 212 yards, another touchdown, 28 kick returns, 
590 yards. Let me tell you something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the season stats? Yeah. I call BS. He had three touchdowns against the Giants. I don't know. Look it up. I mean, I'm not I'm not looking it up. That I know that's be, true. That just may be rushing. I don't know. Were, were, they, were they receiving touchdowns? No. They were rushing. Well, we did have one receiving. But you I, only have them for two total touchdowns in the year. Are you going to come up in here with some fake stats? Back. Won't you be the stat guy? Well, stat guy didn't show up tonight. Bye week stat guy. He scored one touchdown. Nope, that's a that's a dang against lie. the dang Giants. Nope, 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 nope. I have him for two touchdowns on the season. In that game, ben. That in that game that you're referencing against the Giants, against the Giants this year, he had three carries for sixty three yards and one touchdown. In a 27-17 loss, he also had one catch for 11 yards. He also had 12 carries for 46 yards, and then he had three catches for 46 yards and one touchdown. So, my words to you is hush. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to get there. Moving on. Xavier Woods, Dallas Cowboys, played in 15 games, made 15 starts for the boys, 72 tackles, two tackles for loss. One pass defended Jalen Ferguson, Jellybean Ellis, and Tremont Williams playing for the Ravens, getting set for a road playoff game at the Titans this weekend. Ferguson, 30 tackles, 7 for loss, 14, or 14, I wish he had 14 sacks, 2 sacks. Jellybean Ellis, 17 tackles, 1 pass defended. How about Jelly? Year 7 in the league. He's straight grinding for that retirement. Tremont Williams, we had him on earlier in the year, Beck, one of our Better interviews we've ever done. 14 tackles, mm. one pass defended in six games. Jeff Driscoll uh, basically got hosed by John Elway, but John Elway needs to fire himself, but he won't. 432 yards passing, three touchdowns, two interceptions. think he played in three games. Trent Taylor had 10 catches, 86 yards, nine punt returns for 112. He'll be a free agent in San Francisco. Hopefully Trent can catch on somewhere else because uh, San Francisco sure doesn't know how to use him. Ryan Allen. Uh, played in three games, had 14 punts, averaged 49 yards a punt. Legereus Sneed for the Chiefs, uh, best rookie defensive back in the NFL, 41 tackles, two tackles for loss, two sacks, seven passes defended, three interceptions. Vernon Butler, fresh off a two-year $16 million deal in Buffalo, 18 tackles, five tackles for loss. And then finally, Amik Robertson had four tackles in eight games. I was looking back at seeing why he maybe didn't play as much as he did. He allowed five of six targets to be completed for 76 yards and a touchdown. So uh, a lot of work to do for Amik in the offseason. But listen, listen, a, a number of Bulldogs had some really solid years. Legereus Sneed, you my boy. Yeah, uh, I got I to gotta say, I was wrong about Boston Scott. I must have merged my years. It's been a weird year, okay? I thought he had three touchdowns. He didn't. He just had a good game against the Giants. You're a fool. Yep, my bad. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we got coming up this week, we got Friday night, Dunkin' Dogs, on the road at Western Kentucky Saturday night. They'll be on the road in Bowling Green, Kentucky, against the Hilltoppers as well. Both of those games will be broadcast on, get this, Beck, CBS Sports Network on Facebook. Yes, that's um, a little lengthy when you're talking about typing it out, but CBS Sports Network on Facebook, of course. Dunkin' Dogs 8-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in conference play. Same goes for Rick Stansberry's Hilltoppers. Uh, eight and three overall as well. One and one in league play. Looking at the Lady Texters, uh, we mentioned in the open that they split on the road at Marshall last weekend. They'll be 
at home. Conference opener at home. Western Kentucky comes to town Friday night, Saturday afternoon. Uh, make your way out to the Thomas Assembly Center for that to watch on to te- watch Brooks Store and her ball club compete. Lady Texas six and two overall, one and one in conference play. Certainly want to thank Carson Bruno for joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio 2021. Louisiana Tech offensive line signee. No, we didn't get the opportunity to catch up with Jeff Burris. He's a little tied up. We will look to have him on in future weeks. Appreciate you listening. For Beck Hayes, for John Tabor, I'm BC. We'll see ya. Listen for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host,